0: Hello, and welcome back to the Motivating Force. Joining me as always, we have Oswe, an aspiring Marine Corps officer who's currently finishing up ROTC and his bachelor's degree in the criminal justice field, and myself, Justin, a motivational speaker who's always more than excited to share all of our wonderful ideas and topics with you guys. Today, we're going to be kind of taking an abstract approach about how you easily lie to yourselves about all kinds of things in life. And all this talk today is going to stem from one little idea here, or one little, I guess you call it a mechanism of the human brain, and that is your perception of things, okay? So your perception is the organization, identification, and interpretation of sensory information in order to represent and understand the presented information and environment. The whole point of it, though, and what you can kind of really even pull out from the definition of perception is it's your brain trying to figure out how everything makes sense. Right, and that's why
1: everybody contradicts themselves when it comes to context and taking so many things out of context because every person has a different perspective.
0: And that perspective, and as far as your ability to perceive things goes your brain is always going to be in a state where it's always going to kind of think it's right when it comes to your perception just because it needs everything to make sense it needs reality to be real so when you fill in all these spaces and it will subconsciously fill in spaces that you don't know exist which we are going to be talking about later Um, but the first step here i want to talk about a little experiment to kind of You know, get our feet wet with this idea here and how easily it is that you lie to yourself uh, with or without knowing about it. So this experiment was done by Wayne Whiten, and he did a experiment on some children.
1: Okay, that's always fun.
0: (laughs) So, and this was actually done in the early 90s. All right. So there was no...
1: Media pushback, basically.
0: Yeah, morals were not in in question, right? Okay.
1: Well, less of these experiments were on the media is what i'm saying
0: in this experiment students were allocated to pleasant and unpleasant tasks by a computer so they were told that either a number or a letter would flash on the screen and that was going to be associated with the task that they had to do
1: yeah and mind you a computer in the 90s is already an unpleasant task task
0: and okay so what the tasks the tasks were they had a drink in front of them and it was pretty much gonna be you're either gonna drink orange juice or you were gonna have this really unpleasant tasting, healthy drink, right? right. So I'm assuming they put V8 in front of the kids. I don't know. So they had the drinks there and the numbers were kind of okay, this is gonna be either the unpleasant task or the pleasant task. Um, but it's already kind of predetermined, right? You're not picking a glass based off the number, you just have the one in front of you. So the number would the number or letter would flash on the screen real fast, and then they would take a sip of the Drink. They used an ambiguous figure that looked like the letter B and it also looked like the number 13. Right. When the letters were associated with a pleasant task, so the kids who got to drink the orange juice, more kids said that they saw the letter B. Okay. And when they had the kids who had to drink the unpleasant tasting health drink, more of them tended to perceive that it was the letter, the number 13. Right. So because we all know the associations there, right?
1: You're associating that the 13 is bad because it's an unlucky number. Yeah. Yeah. So then when they're tasting something unhealthy or unpleasant, I'm not, I've am not. said unhealthy, when they're tasting something unpleasant, they're going through that in a negative mindset. So then they're quick to tie um, the negative mindset of the drink to an unlucky number. Right. That's the perspective that their brain immediately goes to.
0: And so there was this whole test on unperception, and it's really interesting to see how we'll fill in the blank spaces with things that kind of already make sense. We get so used to these patterns, and we get really good at recognizing and setting these trends for ourselves, and we build up natural triggers, which is, of course, something we talked about when um, we had our episode on breaking habits. So changing up the environment, even in the slightest way, can disrupt our daily routines. But instead of trying to eliminate these habits or whatnot, it's not what we're talking about today. We're going to be talking about pushing past those triggers, getting past those perceptions and realizing that our brain might automatically be lying to us sometimes. Yeah.
1: I think this is actually a great episode to go hand in hand with last week's when we talked about the um, respecting the now, the power of being present, because I think a lot of that has to do with your subconscious is immediately processing that, that perspective change and I think one of the biggest things that people can do is if they are focused or giving more focus to the now and being present, they can fully encompass both sides of the spectrum.
0: Yeah, I agree with that, too, because, you know, if you're tied up with things in the past, you're tied up about things in the future. And when you do throw off your judgment like that, you're giving your perception, I guess, like more power. Yeah. Overfilling in the gaps because your mind's already kind of busy with other things. Exactly. So you're kind of going through your daily life and your brain is just going to automatically fill in everything else.
1: Yeah. Like the example with the experiment, if the kids, I mean, I'm sure they're just kids. So it's like, they're just focused on how bad the drink tasted and they look at the screen and they're like, okay, 13, whatever. But if they gave it more thought to just sit back and go, okay, let me push past the unpleasant drink that I just had. And then focus more on like, let me really look at this. Then their perspective would change. Even if they first see the 13, then they really look at it and go, okay, maybe it's letter B.
0: It's amazing what can happen when you take that minute just to step back and really think about it. And this is why I'm going to use the word trigger. So bear with me because I'm getting into that, okay? Our triggers, of course, are caused by bad and sometimes traumatic events. But we tend to perceive the trigger as part of the bad times to come. It's not necessarily true. You know, the trigger is innocent. So this is why it's so important to recognize your triggers and have a plan of action to correct the situation whenever you think something bad is going to happen. Because just by the act of reaching those triggers, getting into that state of mind, nothing bad has happened yet. You're just preparing yourself for it. So when you recognize that about your triggers, you can get that sense of urgency. And like we were saying last week, be a little more present with yourself and really analyze the situation, kind of take control of your perception and of the things you're perceiving and make sure that everything's fine. Right. Or, and if it's not, then of course correct it. Yeah. So I know like this is great for people who are you know in need of therapy. I know they go through a lot of this kind of training as far as triggers go, but it's the lesson that gets overlooked for the average person. Yeah. And that's why I want to talk about it because here's how it relates to you guys. You know, just because you broke down and you ate some chocolate in the middle of a diet, it doesn't mean you're a loser. It doesn't mean you failed at dieting. And it doesn't mean that the rest of your diet is screwed. And the same goes for when you get really motivated and really hyped up. The first person you run to and you you got all these good things to share with them and, and talk about and say they're having a bad day or something's going on and they just immediately shut you down like, bro, that's way too much energy right now. Like, yeah. You need you need to calm down, right? It doesn't mean that you don't deserve to have that hype or have that motivation in your life. Don't take that as the trigger to just go back to the way things were. or Don't take that as the trigger to call yourself a failure. Don't use that as the excuse to not push anymore.
1: Well, it also goes great with the law of attraction because speaking of triggers, like if you're somebody who who commutes to work, right? And then you're having a good day so far and then you start getting cut off in traffic. People start uh, like swerving in the lane. You see people on their phones because that's a trigger for me when I'm sitting at a light and you just see all the people in the car next to me are just on their phone. It's like, okay, yeah, you're at a light. But then when you start driving, they're like three seconds behind because they were too busy looking at the phone or something. But having like that trigger at that moment, well then like in your perception, it'll, it'll trigger Uh, A snowball effect of attracting all this negativity because one it's going to put you in a bad mood right there even if it's little it's still a trigger and then you're going to keep holding on to that in your subconscious and if you don't have the wherewithal to like think about it in the moment and go you know what that's just a trigger like like acknowledge it and then go everything's fine like i'm good i'm focused on the road like yeah he's an idiot i'm just going to avoid that but then continue on with like i'm going to have a good day i'm going to do all these things that I've had planned out for myself today, like all these goals that I'm going to achieve. If you don't do that before, the triggers will then just get to you and then you're going to attract all that negativity throughout the day.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't even think I have to sum up that first point now because that sums it up pretty well. That's the whole reason we're talking about this with those triggers, with falling into, you know, the the same old trap we fall into day in and day out.
1: Well, yeah, it's because like triggered is such a, like a stigmatic word to say now but when you first said triggered i was like when people are texting and driving that was the first thing i thought of so i was like oh let me use that
0: right yeah (laughs) but i'm sure everybody
1: that's listening to this they probably have their own thing that they thought of when you said that
0: word see that's exactly the point you know because we recognize these trends that we go through day and day and it's almost like at the red light instead of just waiting for the light to turn green you're like hmm how can I piss myself off? Oh, yeah. I know what really gets me. Hey, how many of these idiots are on their phone? Yeah, you're looking for it. And then you're like, yep, that's right. I knew somebody was going to be on their phone. I'm pissed now. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And it's like you, you do it to yourself. You summarized my time. day. You know? And that's the thing. That's the thing that I'm trying to bring awareness to today is with with that perception, with the things you're filling in, you, you can focus so hard on very specific things and draw those things to you just to prove the point that you know the world sucks or you don't deserve to be happy or you don't have motivation whatever it is that that allows you to not perform at your optimal level
1: yeah well you're basically giving yourself the distractions to not let you yourself get to that point cuz like you said like the world sucks or or you're hearing all these things in the media or people always saying like Uh, let's say about what's going on in the world right now. Like we need to wear masks again. It's like, fine, that's fine. But if you're constantly hearing that, you're going to keep looking for the ones that aren't wearing masks. And then you're going to go, oh, well, if they're not wearing a mask, I don't need to wear a mask. Or if they're getting vaccinated, I don't need to get vaccinated. Like you start snowballing in that kind of negative effect where you're just focusing so much more of that energy on the negative instead of just focusing on the good because subconsciously you're hearing all this, this uh, noise around you, and you're holding that thought process in the back of your mind that you're trying to find um, the right way to prove that point to yourself. Like, even if you don't believe it at first, like, oh, we need to wear masks again. N- sure, whatever. Like, if I don't believe it, and then you start seeing everybody doing it, then you're going to start proving yourself right or proving that thought right.
0: Yeah, and I think that is the perfect thing there that ties together this first half of perception and. and- what we're talking about when it comes to how you can lie to yourself okay getting on to the second point now of how easily you lie to yourself this of course still is dealing with perception but we're going to be focusing more on those lies now a little story time with it right so this is something dumb that i used to do in high school to pass by time and boring classes right of course i think this was after watching like a vsauce video of course of course right when he, you know he had a big thing. He talked about perception and and talked about the delay that your brain has with the recognizing information and how it will still fill in the gaps and paint the pictures to kind of not allow reality to break.
1: Right.
0: So because of course, as the signals come in and you know you're receiving visual signals, audio cues, things like that, they kind of take a minute before your your consciousness picks up on all of it. But your brain still kind of keeps this like. This this endless stream you don't, you don't have that buffer time for your consciousness which is great because I think that would be scary as hell <laughs> so one of the one of the little stupid things he said you could do and I did this for a three years was if you look at the clock fast enough on the wall and it has a second hand right if you catch it at like just the right millisecond you'll notice that that first second on the hand almost feels like two seconds it almost looks like it's two seconds
1: right it feels like and it takes then longer it's
0: normal after that right so it feels like it takes longer that first time you look at it because your brain already fills in the picture so that way when you do that and your your brain's like okay you're stupid you move too fast but we can't just make it black so let's put the last thing we saw up until we can load this new information uh, is essentially, I guess, the way he put it, right?
1: Well, yeah, because it does take a millisecond or two for your eyes to actually adjust and your brain to process what it's seeing.
0: Yeah. yeah. So then it it just has that still image of the, the clock on the wall. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, now we're starting to perceive the second hand moving. And then you get to see that. Yeah. And when you catch it at the right time, you can notice the second hand takes longer to move. Yeah. And I thought that was like amazing, right? So I did it all the time for years. And again... Okay, so how does this relate to you guys? This is what I'm talking about when I'm saying we can kind of automatically lie to ourselves. Because we can paint these pictures with using our perception that, you know, our perception works really hard to make sure everything appears normal all the time. Anything out of the ordinary for you, anything that doesn't make sense for you, your perception is going to try its best to glaze over it. Yeah. You know, especially things that it doesn't think are important, non obvious things, it's gonna glaze right over the top of it. And it's gonna work really hard to make sure you don't even realize it. Because again, we're just trying to keep your reality real. So, this is what I mean by you can be automatically lying to yourself and not notice it. You know, the faster you're trying to get through the day, the faster you're trying to get your goals accomplished and move and get these things done, of course, there is that fine line where. You know, it's great being motivated. It's great being hyped up. And it's it's great having that drive, right? It's, it's great to be efficient and perform as optimally as you can. But at the same time, if you try rushing through things in life, it's going to be a bad time because you're going to miss so much from it. And this isn't talking about missing the the sun on your face and the flowers growing in the field, right? This is, no, you're literally going to miss really important details sometimes the faster you try going through things and your brain is just going to glaze over the top of it all your perception is going to just make it seem like it is what it is and you're not going to get to retain that experience
1: i mean it's all great because like you're saying everybody takes things in in different perspectives and i'm just still stuck on like the whole trick that you had with the clock and it's almost like when you're uh Like when you're watching a movie or something and then you hit pause, right? And then when you hit play again, it's not immediate because it needs that little bit of buffer zone. So then you hit play and it almost looks like it's just a picture of that movie and then it starts playing, but that's what your mind is doing to everything you're taking in on your day-to-day basis. So realizing like, like you're saying, it's trying to just glaze over things. It's trying to just get you by so then you can move on to the next thing. And immediately jumping to whichever conclusion you already have predetermined in your subconscious. So being conscious of it, being like acknowledging that your brain does that is a big step to overcoming that problem that you're basically setting for yourself of of lying to
0: yourself. When you start seeing those trends, and the less you pay attention to it, the more you kind of move yourself one step ahead, two steps ahead. And that's might that might not even be what's actually going on around you. Or it might make you more keen to just accept it as nothing's changing. And then that's totally the wrong way to be looking at things, you know? And we, we do it all the time. And I think the biggest thing, like the whole reason why this topic came up for me and I want to talk about it, um, first being not only finding that, you know, a little bit of research there by uh, Wayne Whiten, it also just had to do with like the monotony of my day sometimes right yeah, everybody has those. and then it's like you know i feel like okay we can fill up this time right now where i'm like bored out of my mind and i'm doing the same task day in and day out and everything's so monotonous right now and of course those are just brief thoughts right and it's like i could be doing something else without even realizing that what i'm currently doing at the time was something productive but it's a habit. So even though it's not necessarily something like I enjoy doing, it's still something productive and great for my life. Yeah. You know?
1: It's just like good or bad habits, it's still going to take less and less energy to keep your focus on it because the more you do it, the more it's gonna become a habit. So then you can drift off into other thoughts into other uh like mental focus energy that you can be spending somewhere else.
0: Yeah, but then also the more boring that, that task gets
1: that's if it's a good or like that's if it's a bad one right because if it's a good one if it's something you enjoy doing i mean i guess you can say it's it's more good for
0: you or two different things yeah yeah, they can be right
1: playing video games for 10 hours every day could get boring even if you do enjoy doing it
0: yeah yeah in the same way where people who don't like reading right if you have to if you're starting to read more because you know it's good for you doesn't necessarily mean you enjoy it yeah you know So that's what I'm talking about where getting into that mindset of just like monotony and it's like, man, but what I'm doing right now is great. And it's, it's good for me. It's good for my family and it's, it's great for the future of my world.
1: So then you thinking of that, okay, because this one thing has been something that I've been thinking about recently. And do you think that to be human is to find chaos in all aspects, right? So even though you're thinking that way, right? It does seem mundane. Your mind needs the 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 stimulation of finding some kind of chaos to alter what you're doing to give you some different stimulation of of serotonin, of of urgency of like something else is going on while you're already doing this thing that you've been doing every single day. Like to be human, you need to seek things that are different.
0: Seeking chaos because I'm De- not saying is debatable. Yeah, I'm not right? saying but chaos get, yeah.
1: in a bad way. I'm saying chaos is in something that's different than what you're doing now. We yeah. can't. I mean, people say that we're creatures of habit, but there's so many different examples of people trying to just like like you get bored so easily now. You need to find some kind of chaos to incur, some kind of change to happen for you to be like, okay, I'm good with I'm good with what's happening. Well, I could get by because it's something new.
0: I think the difference is we have so much safety and security now compared to before. So say back, like way back in the day, right? And you talk about people who were doing the same thing day in and day out, say like hunters and farming, gathering, hunting, building huts, whatever it was, right? Um, All at the same time, you were waiting for the neighboring tribe who's a, a one day walk away to come over and kill you you're waiting for the bears to come out of the woods. You're waiting for all these different chaotic things to to happen that that back side of your brain that's always like preparing you. Yeah. had a, a very valid reason to always be loaded and ready to go. Okay. And nowadays not so much, right? Now our the back of our brain as far as like that chaos seeking like what What's going to happen? Why do I need to be in a protective state right now? It's all about the different things. I know we talked about it before where, you know, with like losing a job could feel like, you know, a, a family a, member's dying. Yeah. Because we don't have that same relation as before with our, our danger instincts.
1: Yeah. Now the tiger in the bushes is like losing your livelihood.
0: So I do think there is a big part of it where having this change in the way that our brains are working with detecting danger with especially with things like perception like this topic is is kind of a really abstract topic nowadays because it's it's so deep and there's so much about our perception that's evolving that it's really hard to kind of uh, take a moment in time of it and paint a really good picture of perception without acknowledging all the changes that have been made in just a couple hundred years and then let alone the next couple hundred years it's a tough one you know I feel like I had a tough time with this topic, that's just me. But that that's the reason is it is abstract and it's something where it's an automated feature of our brain, right? And to take control of that is damn near impossible. Yeah.
1: It's even more than a human instinct. Yeah. It's more of like it's an it's the wiring that made the instincts possible. Yeah. It's already there. It's the foundation that automatically occurs so i mean like i said at the beginning so many people have different perspectives on all sorts of things so i think that it's a great topic to even just introduce in our in our like library of episodes that i'm sure we can talk about later on as well because it's such a big topic and just hitting you know just hitting the top of the iceberg is good enough for people to understand that you know, respect. The now be more present so then you can see when you get the triggers to see when you are just immediately going on to oh it's just a bad thing or it's a good thing you know like be aware of your thought processes because it's it's very easy to manipulate people's thoughts nowadays
0: i mean that's a great point but i do feel like being manipulated has always been a super easy thing to do as far as like the human race goes, right? Because we have so many different examples of it. And a lot of it comes into where the start of the grunt work is always overlooked on things, right? Like we talk about with social media and why it can be so toxic because we think success is what we see. And success is everything before what we see. Yeah,
1: it's what built up to
0: it. And the manipulation works the same way because what does it take for, say, like a new religion to form And people want to call it a cult when you have, you know, they call you crazy and then you have 10 to 100 people following you and then you go from being crazy to being a cult and then you go from 100 people following you to 10,000 people following you and now you're just some obscure religion and then you go from 10,000 people to having a million people follow you and now you're a decent religion. Yeah.
1: But that but, type of
0: manipulation you yeah know what but I'm
1: what I'm saying the danger that comes into that nowadays is that there's so many people that understand how people's minds work whereas the day-to-day person, the one that's trying to better themselves, the ones that are listening probably aren't aware that their perception is being attacked yeah because these people that are like social media, the media itself, the the news the everything. They understand that if they're broad and generic in their strokes of attack, like they can feed a million people at once to go, this is what the story is or this is what the media is. This is what success is. Or this is how easy you can lose success. Things like that. So if you're not aware of that going into it, you're going to be more susceptible to being manipulated. Manipulated. Right, that's what I'm saying is the danger in not being aware or not acknowledging your perception is different
0: than somebody else's perception, especially for a lot of reasons why you know the main media spends so much time focusing on dangerous things and sad stories, bad people, um, all that instead of the the better side, the brighter side of life, they want to focus on the little trivial issues, and you know sometimes even the things that you know. I mean, personally, I say they don't matter. I don't need to know who died today. Yeah. Right. There's some somebody in my community, yeah. ten miles away, I've never heard of died today. They're gonna put on the news just to make people sad.
1: Disclaimer: He's not saying that dying is a good thing. He's not saying that he doesn't care if people die. He's saying that these kind of negative feeds don't need to be put into the society. Like we don't need to know this. Yeah, it's not. It's what not their good place? is that gonna do?
0: Right, because. As a human being, you know, people die every day. People die every second. It's, it's what it is. That's the discourse of humanity. So to feed off of that and to kind of point that out, like, hey, you know, these people are dying. And it's just like, cool, that's what humans do. We die, you know. And um, again, back to the perception of it. They want to feed into these types of things because we do lack that, like you're saying, that dangerous side, the chaos side of things. So even just going back to pointing out the obvious sometimes can really kind of ignite those sparks in the back of your brain yeah. and, and get you more motivated to see what's going on um, in, in a negative light with that media programming, with the social media, with whoever is trying to influence you.
1: Yeah. And it's something that you can't even change. You can't like physically affect that. So why do you need it? Right. You know, so anyway, I think it was a great episode.
0: Well, I'm glad you think so, and I hope the viewers do too. Um, My last piece of advice when it comes to dealing with perception, dealing with these triggers, and starting to recognize these things, realizing the automatic lies that are fed into your brain, is just a couple simple things, you know. Take these challenges in your life a little slower. The more you rush through it, the more your perception fills in the blanks, the more automatic lies you're feeding to yourself. So take it slower, take a methodical approach with it, think with intention on these things and just learn to focus deeply focus deeply on your goals don't let your brain fill in all that empty space put thought put effort into it if it's about you make it about you get after it and become the person who you want to be
1: take your perspective into account when you go ahead and like and subscribe to the videos you can go ahead and share these videos and our full catalog that we have on our profile to all your friends and family or those that you think could benefit the most from what we say in each topic and each episode. Uh, go ahead and you can follow us on social media if you want to. You can reach out to us DMs or comments on our posts. Uh, those links are down below. We have a Facebook and an Instagram. Remember, we're also on Anchor FM, so that means that we're on Spotify, Apple Podcast google podcast most places where you get your podcast audio form only the video would only be on youtube for the time being and remember all of our videos come out mondays and wednesdays at 8 a.m est and until next time
0: go on and get